Harness racing on Sunday in Tasmania is in Hobart. Ten races getting underway at seven minutes past five. A couple of new names in the form guide. Mitch Ford having his first book of drives. And uh, Luke Hooper down from New South Wales has uh, got a drive on the program as well. His brother is Connor Crook, and he joins us on this edition of the podcast. How are you going, Connor? Yeah, good, thanks, Duncan. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, a few strong chances uh, with your book of drives at the Hobart Card, so let's go straight into it with Extrinsic in the opening event for the two-year-olds. Uh, fair to say she was a little bit green, but uh, was able to get the job done last time out. You drove her in a trial since. What did you make of her manners in particular in that trial? Uh, yeah, she was still pretty um, pretty hard to handle. Kate and Alex both warned me of that um, before she raced first up. She's um, got plenty of attitude, but a little bit of ability to match it as well. So, um, yeah, I think, I think she'll improve race day. She sort of half uh, stuffed about a bit of the trials and wanted to run around and that. And, um, no, she'll, I'm sure she'll be right um, second up. It's... it's uh, a reasonable enough race, and probably maps a little bit tricky for her drawn out there, but um, if there's enough speed and, and she can get a nice run, I'm sure, sure she'll be thereabouts. One mare who's in form is Iden Gorgeous in race two. She's two from two since joining your stable and uh, doesn't really leave this 30 to 49 rating bracket and uh, looks another winnable race on Sunday. Yeah, she gets in, gets in good with the rating. Um, it's probably pretty similar field to, she, to what she's been first up and second up um, and I'd be surprised if she didn't lob on speed and, and win again to be honest It's Montana Jet for your boss Rowan Hillier as you drive in race 3 it was a pretty good first up effort behind the stable mate in Devonport uh, how's uh, this pace been since? Uh, yeah, he's, he's worked been good this week he's probably did a pretty good job at Devonport um, Montana Storm's probably a fair bit tougher than him so to sit outside him for a lap and, and run a pretty decent lap and only get beat a neck, he probably did a pretty good job. Um, he maps pretty good here, I think. If we can just sort of strive forward and there's a couple of outsiders that will follow us over, so hopefully we can get a nice running transit and um, just sort of let him rip from the 400. He's, he's a pretty quick horse when you can sit him up. Yeah, do you know much about his gate speed back in New Zealand? Uh, no, I haven't had much of a look, but um, yeah, there's the, the pole marker in the Indiana Sands gets out um, good enough, way better. I'm not not too sure gets out that good. So hopefully we can just sort of um, stride across it and, and look for some cover. Uh, Rock Aria in race four should drive. He comes up with gate six, showed good gate speed at Devonport before fading late, but there was excuses. Yeah, he just got um, really revved up at Devonport. Mick and um, Jack both have a decent opinion of him. Um, yeah, there was... Uh, I'm rock solid as a favourite. Nick Gallops all in the first turn, so I read him up to try and get across and um, couldn't do so and got stuck in the death, pulled my brains out, so that was probably my fault. Um, pretty even enough race here. I'm not too sure whether they want to um, slide forward with him or try and sit him up to he pulled so hard, but um, yeah, off his form before them, he, he's got to be in there, I think. Rainy on Ringo's got a second row draw to contend with in uh, race five. He saw plenty of the track last week and uh, battled on pretty well. Yeah, probably not a good draw for him inside the second row. He got to draw him pretty, which doesn't suit him. He, he likes to be up there, you know, either outside him or in the first four. So um, he'd be praying for a bit of luck there, and he'd, he'd need him to go um, pretty hard to get out of the top of him, I, I'd think. Right, race six is a discretionary handicap over 2,090 metres, uh, where you take the reins on B Major Threat, and he's been racing pretty consistently at this level in recent weeks. 
yeah, he hasn't been going really good. Um, I parked him up two starts back and he did a good job. That's why Sam Dean, who's a mile specialist, and then um, in the Obstant Cup at Denport, sat my mind and came with a run of the bell and he was doing his best work late. He was just sort of getting going. Uh, I think he's a bit stiff to cop 10 in this. You know, his first look at the discretionary and he's got a cop 10, but anyway, um, there the cards were dealt, but uh, he steps good enough so he can make his own luck and um, from there I think he's got to be in that race pretty well, I think. Race seven's a rating sixty to seventy-four event. We take the drive on Boston Busker for Rowan Hillier. We had Rowan on this podcast a few weeks ago, where he wasn't a hundred percent happy with the paces, track work, and subsequently scratched him from a race in Devonport. Uh, have you had the opportunity to drive him down there at Rowan since? Yeah, I've had a couple of chances this week as Rowan's um, taken off on a luxurious holiday up to Hamilton Island. Um, I've put him around a couple of times this week, and his his work was good. Uh, for Rowan at the back end of last week, um, and his couple of hit-outs this week have both been good, so um, hopefully he was just sort of off when he first came, and um, I'd be surprised if he didn't run a race. It's a pretty good field, but it looks as though there's um, genuine speed early and through the middle stage, just so hopefully if we can just tuck him up nicely, he'll be getting over the top there somewhere. I mentioned in the intro, Luke Hooper's uh, your brother and a bit of a family battle in race eight because he takes the reins on the last start winner, Brian Who. Who draws gate six and in gate seven's Christian Jazz for yourself and fair to say he's honest as the day's long. Yeah, he is, and um, over two thousand you sort of tend to have to drive him uh, for a bit of luck and especially drawing seven didn't help. Um, the back row is probably um, the class of the field, along with the the one cool and Eason it's been airborne lately. Um, so we'll just drive for a bit of luck and um, be able to try and pull a drive out in the arse and get him out there somewhere. Last race of the nights for the mares. You take the reins on Pink Ponder. Sole second row runner. She's a beautiful six sprint mare, so the small field is a big plus for her. Yeah, absolutely. And back, back to mares, great. She's been nice and pretty competitive in, a, in probably tougher fields than this. Um, the only downfall with her is you're spot on. You've got a driver like a six sprint. You sort of can't, even when you think you're better than him, you can't make your own luck. you just sort of got to tuck up for one run. So, um, yeah, hopefully... We're the only one off the back row, so we can either like to stay the fence or pop off very early and hopefully lob close enough that um, we're within strike and range about the 400. Who do you reckon your best winning chance is on the Hobart uh, card, Connor? Uh, we'll go race three, number three. It's Montana Jet. It's Montana Jet, race three, number three. I think I've tipped you to win the first three races, so hopefully it's a good start to the night of the card for you in Hobart. Getting underway at seven past five, and we appreciate the time you gave us uh, on this edition. Perfect, thanks, mate.